All right, all right, all right. It is Saturday night. You know what time it is. It is time for the mothership. You see the man of the hour, Mr. James Porn. Something special he's going to tell us about. He's already got that smoky smoke in his mouth. And I know he's wearing something fresh on his shirt. So go ahead, James. Uh, tell us what you're drinking, what you're smoking, and what you're wearing before we hit it up with That's Just Media. Well, greetings and salutations, everyone. This is the Nubian Sumo back again with the Sideline Junkies WrestleManiacs. Working our way toward WrestleMania weekend, or week, or WrestleMania week, I should say. It's a full week now these days. And uh, before we go into That's Just Nubian, I'll go ahead and let y'all know about my Cusano. Nicaragua Esteli finished in a Habano wrapper, which should go very well with my monkey shoulder scotch. Very smooth, very mellow. So these should pair very well. And as far as my T-shirt goes, in honor of the just past. Uh, NWA new pay-per-view that just came out back on the attack. I figure I'd break out <clears throat> Sweet Charlotte for you. Very nice. Little something on the back, yeah? Ah, I like it. I like it. So let's go ahead and get started because there's a lot to go over. And we'll start off with um, MLW. Of course, they'll be having their uh, Never Say Never event on Wednesday, which will be a free event. Uh, it's going to be three matches uh, starting at 7 o'clock on the YouTube channel on Wednesday. It'll be, um, it'll be pretty, it'll pretty much be Injustice versus Contra. Uh, the two factions, one, two, the two, uh, two of the main factions that are going on in um, MLW right now. Okay. You got Myron Reed versus Davari. Davari, of which you probably remember from Two Hundred Five Live and um, and, and uh, Impact. Arya Davari. Yes, Arya Davari. Yes, yes. He's uh, in MLW now. He's done some appearances in NWA as well, and. Um, and uh, New Japan Strong. So uh, a lot of there's gonna be a lot of guys that I'm gonna mention tonight that are doing that circuit. So um, that's gonna be one match: Myron Reed versus Davari. You got Jordan Oliver, who's part of Injustice, versus Simon Gotch, who you mm -hmm. remember from the Vaude Villains yep. in NXT. And then you have Jacob Fatu, who is one of the um, Inoue family members who's the world uh, major league wrestling world heavyweight champion right now going up against Calvin Tankman. And uh, I was telling you about him a few weeks ago. Uh, he's uh, He calls himself heavyweight hustle. He's uh, like a black version of Bill DeMott. You know, he's a big guy, very athletic, comes off the top rope very well, you know, so uh, that should be a, those two big men should be, going at it real good and it should be a, a very good match so again that's going to be on youtube 
on the MLW YouTube channel at seven o'clock on Wednesday. So you can kind of catch that before you go to um, AEW. Catch some of that before you go to AEW. Usually they're only one hour shows, so you might be able to catch all of it before AEW starts. Or you can wait till after AEW and just see the replay on their YouTube channel. Okay. Then we're going to go to um, Impact, where you have the Rebellion pay-per-view that they moved, actually. It was actually supposed to be on Saturday, April the 24th, but they decided to move it to that Sunday, the 25th. So um, they're still working on the card. The only two matches that they have announced so far are the tag team, the tag team rematch between the champions Fiend Juice and the Good Brothers and the title versus title match between uh, Rich Swan and Kenny Omega. So winner takes all on that one. So um, you're also going to have um, Hardcore Justice that will be happening on April the 10th. That's going to be on their uh, Impact Plus uh, channel uh, on their app, which is going to, which has now been announced, is going to be completely booked by Tommy Dreamer. Really? So this is going to be, uh, um, it's going to be Hardcore Justice, is just as it sounds. It'll be their version of Extreme Rules or um, ECW type uh, matches, stipulation matches. So um, he hasn't. They haven't announced any matches for that yet. Uh, they teased. They they going around teasing him, going and asking people to be involved. So uh, we're not sure as to who the matches are yet, but we'll get to that once they um, make those announcements. Now, um, <clears throat> going to uh, NWA, as I mentioned earlier, they had their uh, back to the attack. Um, pay-per-view back on the 21st of which the uh, the returning Tyrus who you know is who you know is the former Brodus Clay mm-hmm. Funk is back on a roll and he is he is he is uh, established himself as being a new wrestler for NWA who beat uh, the half one half of the world tag team champions J.R. Kratos you had a four-way match between Crimson who uh, I'm not sure if you know who he is, but he was a former wrestler in Impact back in the day, and he's the brother of Amazing Red. Uh, Jax Dane, who was a former NWA World Heavyweight World Tag Team Champion. Uh, Jordan Clearwater, who um, is the one of the new indie darlings right now, who uh, everybody's looking at and looking to see where they, he ends up um, in the here in the near future. And a newcomer by the name of Slice, Boogie, who's been, who's been around, who's a guy claims that he's from New York, Queens, and he is uh he's a he's a newcomer. Well, he's only been in a, a business for like maybe two or three years, but he's the one who ended up winning the match. So I think they're going to start. I think they're going to kind of push him a little bit to see what what happens with him. Now uh, there was a number one contenders match for the women's. Um, World Championship, being that, being that Serena Deeb is hurt. Right. So um, Thunder Rosa wound up losing to Camila, Camille, excuse me, who is a member of uh, Strictly Business, which is Nick Aldis's faction with Tom Lattimore. And, you know, those two are, Camille and Lattimore are, uh, are an item. 
uh, there was a fourth member named Royce Isaacs, who was a tag team partner of uh, Latimer's. They call themselves the Wild Card, but he's now in AEW. He's been doing a, a, a AEW Dark and AEW Evolution here for the last couple of weeks. So, um, but Camille ended up winning the number one contendership. And she will be challenging for that title at some point whenever uh, Miss Deeb gets back on in the roster. Now you have uh, you had Trevor Murdoch, the national heavyweight champion, uh, defend and retain his title against Chris Adonis. Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't know who Chris Adonis is, that's the former Chris Masters from yep. the WWE, uh, the master of the master lock, the the, the full Nelson that. Um, Bobby Lashley is now using. So uh, they ended, he, he ended up getting hurt by him. Um, Adonis decided that you know he wanted to put him in the master lock and hurt him. So now um, Murdoch is on the shelf right now and will be uh, out for a while. And uh, we'll see what happens with the belt if they do something with the belt, um, depending on how long he's going to be out. Uh, Elijah Burke going by the Pope in NWA, the new, the current world television champion, went up against the former uh, the guy I just mentioned a little while ago, Tom Lattimore of the Strictly Business, and wound up defending his title. So he's still the uh, world television champion. And Nick Aldis defeated. Aaron Stevens, one half of the world tag team champions, who is the former Sami and Di- Sandow from WWE, mm-hmm. and um, in a memorial, in a in what they considered a memorial match for the deceased Joseph Hudson, aka Josephus, aka the Question Mark. Yeah. Uh, he was going by he was going by those monikers, and he was wrestling under a hood as the question mark as at the time that he passed away. So um, they did a memorial match for him and this was that match and Aaron Stevens wound up um, losing that match. And then they had a ceremony, a small ceremony and speech after the, after the uh, lights went out, they came back and on the air and then Aaron Stevens had a speech that he made all the wrestlers that were involved in the pay-per-view were in the ring uh, they had their his flag of Mon- Mongrovia uh, there with them, and his man and his wife was wearing was was there with the mask in her hand, and the mask was prominent in the match as well. So um, now they did have their show, their first show on Fight TV on Tuesday, where um, Melina actually came back and reached out to Thunder Rosa. They had their issues before the pandemic and the filming stopped. um, And the filming has stopped uh, on their second round of uh, uh, tapings that they did. So uh, she reached out to her and, you know, Thunder Rosa was like, well, yes, I appreciate you, but, you know, I've been doing all this by myself. I think I'm good on my own. And, well, if you need me, I'm here. You know, if I'm you want to be a manager or whatever, I'm here. You know, and that kind of ended weirdly. Uh, the, they have added, um, they have Joe Galley and Tim Storm as their announced team uh, on that show. But they, uh, it was Tim Storm being a former uh, NWA heavyweight champion, that wound up uh, losing his belt to Aldis. Um, but they have added Velvet Sky to the announced team. 
Really? So Sky from the beautiful people and Impact has been added to their announced team. So they got a three-person desk now. Uh, as I said earlier, Murdoch has been uh, hurt by Adonis, so we don't know how long that's going to last. And um, you got uh, you had uh, strict. You had some matches going on where Tyrus ended up in a match. Um, now he uh, he got he actually came out during a he he didn't have a match, but he came out during a uh, promo that Elijah Burke was cutting and made the announcement that he has now. He is now full-time with the NWA, and he has even gotten himself a manager. Would you like to take a guess at who that manager might be? I don't know. That, that's kind of interesting. I don't know who. I'm assuming it's a female, or is it a male? It is a male. Ooh. Uh... Think, think, think older. Not Jimmy, not Jim Cornette or Jim, Jimmy Hart. No, no, not that old. No, well, that old, but no. James A. Dillon. No. He has never been a he's never been a manager before, but he's a former wrestler. That could be anybody, James. I'm telling you, I'm telling you to think in think around NWA, think around, you know, think around like the 70s. A wrestler from a southern wrestler from the 70s. Why are you give me trivia uh at this time of the night? Oh um, okay. Well I, I was just seeing if you could I was just seeing if you could come uh, up with what it might be. That's just why. I mean, without some like matches and stuff like that or you know who they rival with. I mean that could be almost anybody. Well, I want to give it away. I mean, you know, but I'll go ahead and tell you. Tyrus's new manager is the universal heartthrob Austin Idol. What? I wouldn't have guessed that. <laughs> I know. I know you would. That's I just want I just wanted to see you hanging from that string. Now there is history with Austin Idol in the NWA. As I said, he was a former wrestler back in the in the days when uh the NWA was prominent. Now he was manager for Nick Aldis when he defeated when he beat Tim Storm for the World Heavyweight Championship. So he was at ringside and did help him in acquiring that championship. So now he is the manager of Tyrus, and we'll see how that goes. Now there was a match for the number one contendership for the uh, world heavyweight, the world television championship that's held by Elijah Burke, the Pope, where Fred Rosser, the uh, the former uh, primetime player with Titus O'Neil. Mm -hmm. uh, is uh won that th three-way match with Matt Cross. Matt Cross, I don't know if you remember him from um, Lucha Underground. He was a uh, son of Havoc under yep. the mat. Uh, so him and a guy named uh, Marche Rocket, uh, so who, uh, who's kind of mid-card indie player right now. He's been around for about four or five years. Uh, so uh, he's 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 up and coming. I've seen him on Impact a few times, uh, but uh, he's kind of moving around and trying to find his own way. So 
He'll be somebody to look out for. And then the main event was Strictly Business, uh, Aldous and uh, Nick, Nick, Nick Aldous and Latimer with Chris Adonis versus the Pope, Aaron Stevens, and J.R. Kratos, the World Tag Team Champions, where Strictly Business ended up getting the Duke. But there was some animosity between Stevens and um, Kratos during the match where, you know, Kratos was trying to be healed. But right. Stevens has seen his the error of his ways and wants to do right by the question mark. So, you know, he's not doing all the he's not doing the cheating. He's turning babyface. So we'll see what happens with the belts on that and what happens with that uh, tag team right. uh, moving forward. Now, um, next up, we'll go to New Japan, where uh, the finals of the New Japan Cup Japan uh, ended with Will Ospreay beating um, Shingo Takagi. And there was an interview, uh, usually as per regular, uh, the, the whoever wins the match in the main event always gets the microphone at the end of the night for New Japan. And Osprey got the mic and invited Kota Ibushi into the ring, who was at ringside doing comp Japanese commentary during the match. And he invited me in and told him, you know, I'll do anything for that belt. I, I love that belt. I love the idea of that belt. And I'll do it. I love that belt more than anything and anybody. Mm. And then he hit an Oz cutter on B. Priestley, his girlfriend. <laughs> what? <laughs> Well, taking his trophy and taking his uh, British heavyweight championship, his Rev Pro British heavyweight championship, and leaving her in the ring with the young boys to wow. put the ice packs on her and everything. So, yeah, so I guess that's his way of saying, you know, I'll do anything to get this belt. If I if I put if I give my girlfriend, the woman that I love, the woman I want to spend the rest of my life with, an Oz cutter to show you. How much I want that belt? What do you think I'll do to you? So yep. there's there's that. Um, so that match will take place on on April the fourth for Sakura Genesis, and also uh, that during that uh, final that that show that final show, they had the return of Yo, who is one half of Rapungi 3K, managed by Rocky Romero who's been out with an injury for like the last year or so. And so he's back now and he says that he wants to challenge for the junior heavyweight championship. So they've given him and show that match will happen in the semi-main event for um, Sakura Genesis. So that'll happen on April the 4th. Now you also have a uh, wrestling Satsuma no Kani which is going to be a two-night show that they're going to be starting putting together after uh, the Sakura Genesis ends. And then that'll move into the Wrestling Dantaku, which is one of their main shows. So they'll have like about three, a two or three-week uh, lead-up to that going into that show. So that will be um, they'll be working on that uh, once um, everything is done with the next pay-per-view after Sakura Genesis. Now they have come. Now they have finally put together the the uh, bracket for the 
New Japan Cup United States version. They had the last two qualifying matches on yesterday. So um, on next week, on Friday, you'll have Clark Connors versus Leo Rush in the first round. You have Brody King versus Chris Dickinson. You have Ren Narita versus Tom Lawler and Hikaleo versus Fred Rosser. Now, uh, again, you got Fred Rosser, New Japan, Fred Rosser, NWA. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so just like Davari, you got, like, like I said earlier, you're gonna, it's back to the ways of the, the, the old where you got a lot of guys who are doing multiple organizations and and showing up and doing putting in work, so uh, it's it's good to see that again. Yep. Now, um, now finally, we'll go into the highlight of the week, which was Ring of Honor 19th anniversary pay per view that happened on yesterday. So um, I was able to watch that, and it was a very good pay per view. I must say, uh, Ring of Honor has uh, the anniversary shows and the final battles. Are very are both are two both very good pay per views for them, so uh, they always put in their best work on these two. So in the pre show, they had Shane Taylor Promotions defending their six man tag team titles against Mexa Squad, which is Flamita, Ray Orus, and Bandito, of which Mexa Squad uh, Flamita wound up get, being upset with Bandito. For for getting pinned and not winning the matches, not winning the match, so right. he decided that he was going to book for himself, and they put together a three way match against each other for later for the main show. So that'll come up a little later. Now you have Brian Johnson, who defeated Danhausen, Eli Isom, who's returning, who's now just now returning here within the last uh, couple of shows. And LSG, who uh, were going, um, who were in a four-way match to determine the number one contender for the television championship, which is at this, which at this point is held by Dragon Lee. Mm. Now, now it did come to it did come to pass that Dragon Lee ended up busting his eardrum at some point and was back in Mexico at the time that he did it. So he wasn't. He had to have surgery to repair his eardrum, but of course he couldn't fly with a busted eardrum. So they wound up not having his. He wound up not being scratched from the card. Now, at this time during this part of the pay per view, Dragon Lee is the world television champion and one half of the world tag team champions. So what do they do? They insert Kenny King into his place for both matches. Wow. Because so both, both of the mat, both of the belts, both of the titles are being defended during this pay per view. So, Kenny King, in place of Dragon Lee, defends the um, television title against the Foundation's Hot Sauce Tracy Williams, and Williams ends up winning the match. So he is now the new uh, Ring of Honor World Television Champion. Uh, Flip Gordon ended up defeating Mark Briscoe. In a, in, a, in, a, in a match. Dalton Castle defeated Josh Woods in a grudge match. Uh, uh, the best, which we, this ended up being a, like um, 
they'd already had two matches, one and went and beat each other in both matches, one and one. So this was the rubber match. And uh, Josh Woods being the tag team partner of Silas Young, they uh, Silas was trying to be the manager and try to tell uh, Josh Woods what to do during the match. And they ended up breaking up their tag team. Oh. Um, so that you'll be seeing some matches between the two of them here soon. Uh, Jay Briscoe ended up winning his match against EC3. Bandito wound up winning his three-way against um, Ray Oris and Flamito. And that that has caused the Bexa squad to now break up. So and and the and Flamito being the one who is the most upset about what's going on is pretty much got a beef with Bandito. So we'll probably be seeing some matches between Flamita and Bandito at some point. Right. Now, you knew it had to happen. You knew it was coming. The cinematic matches made it to Ring of Honor. And they decided to give it to Matt Taven and Vincent, which they've had a, um, a, a grudge going on since the breakup of the kingdom. And um, it's been going on for like a year and a half now. So um, they have gave, they gave them a cinematic match at the Police Athletic League Hall in Fall River, Massachusetts, which is where they started their careers. Oh, wow. They had this meeting. They had this meeting at this place. And the, the place has like two or three different rooms with rings in it uh, and um they have this one big auditorium with the with a, with a, where they can do shows and whatnot. So that's where they had they had the match all over the uh, building, but they ended up in that ring in the auditorium, and they had this real big bump at the end where they were up on the raft up on these uh, this uh, scaffolding. No, not a scaffolding, but Catwalk? like an upper, like upper area. Catwalk or no, no, not yeah, mezzanine, yeah, mezzanine. So they had a seating area up in this mezzanine, and they were wrestling up there, and they looked like they were coming over the edge, trying to throw each other over the edge anyway. But then some mysterious guy in overalls came through and pushed them both off of the mezzanine through a banner that Vincent had put up saying, Welcome back, Vinny, or welcome back, Matt Taven. And dropped they dropped through that onto a table onto the floor. He comes, he comes around, he checks on Matt Taven. Matt Taven seems to know who he is from his facial expression. And then he goes to Vincent, checks on Vincent, picks him up and walks him out of the building. So it was a no, it's pretty much a no contest. So we'll see how that ends up. Now, Marie Canellis Bennett was brought out and introduced as the newest member of the board of directors for Ring of Honor. And she, <clears throat> yeah, and she has she made the announcement that there will be a tournament this summer for the vacant women's world championship, and this with and this uh, announcement has now brought out the allure, which is uh, the upgrade to the beautiful people. So uh, you had. Uh, Angelina Love, who was original member of the Beautiful People, right, and um, her partner uh, came out, and they um, 
they were talking, talking about, you know, how do how do I feel like how, how I'm a seven time world champion? Why should I have to, you know, prove myself to be in this tournament or whatever? And Canellas was like, well, that's good. But, you know, you're going to have to do something to get into this because you haven't been in the ring for a year. So you're going to have a match on our ring of honor television against someone that we feel that deserves a match against you. Somebody that you did wrong and they need their redemption. So you're going to be wrestling our backstage announcer, Quinn McKay. What? <laughs> what? Back in November, the Allure had a interview or a promo that they were cutting with this backstage announcer who does all of their like intros for the shows and the ring does ring and uh, interviews and stuff like that. You know, kind of like a Charlie Caruso or, a, you know, that type. And they, she said something that upset Angelina Love, so they attacked her and it hurt her leg and she was out for a while. So apparently she is a wrestler because, you know, they have said that she has wrestled a few times and she did train in the Ring of Honor Dojo. So mm -hmm. they're going to give her her redemption match against Angelina Love at some point on Ring of Honor television, so you can be looking for that. So Jonathan Gresham defended his uh, Pure Championship against Dak Draper. Kenny King is back for the uh, to defend the Tag Team Championships against uh, with Bestia Del Ring, who is the father of um, of Roosh of Dragon Lee and of um, Mystico. Mystico being the being Sin Cara in WWE. So they're James. all brothers. So they're all brothers. James, I know you deep into it, but look at this fool. Yeah, I know they're looking like old dirty bastard. No, nah, no. Nah. First of all, good evening, gentlemen. I'm glad to see you guys. Uh, just wanted to jump on for a minute. Because I was going over the results of Fastlane. I believe I won the pay-per-view, so I had to throw up my W, as you can see. What do you mean a minute? We got a whole show. <laughs> hey, I got a little something going on. Got a little something brewing. But I had to jump on and gloat because I won the next pay-per-view. W's up. We weren't counting that, so. Wow. <laughs> I defended your honor last week, and now we're not counting it? No, we're not counting it. Maybe if you stay longer, we'll count it. But since you got some brewing, uh, we're not brewing any W's tonight. Love That's you guys, James too. Said. That's what James said. Love you guys, too. <laughs> That's what James said. I got go, nothing to do with that. Go on, get through that so newbian. And... and I, I, I'll, I'll do my best to rejoin in a minute. I just wanted to jump on and say, hey, let's count that W, you know, Fast Lane 2021. And I won the tiebreaker too. So, uh, yeah, I saw that? you won. I saw you won the tiebreaker. I was, I was hot about that thing. I was like, yeah, he won. Oh, well. He won the tiebreaker. I'm sure he won everything else. So I kind of gave up after that. That's why well, Doc doesn't let me pick tiebreakers. Mania arcade game. I, I want it. But, oh, speaking of games, real quick, guess what I got uh, coming in the mail on, uh, tomorrow? What is that? Siphon Pill. Ooh, good game. 
Good game. So, what system? Uh, PS One. So that that that's on the way to be here tomorrow. You gonna play it? Of course I am. Okay, just checking. I'm gonna try to beat it without the cheat codes this time. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> but y'all go ahead. Let me go ahead. I, see, I gotta put a shirt on, so I gotta go get myself together. I'll jump back on in a minute, I'll but I just had to come back. I'll just no, 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 hell no. No, well, I'm just saying. I mean, no. There's no shame in the game. Oh, there's plenty. There should be. We can do it. You leave. You leave. You leave them uh, 38 C's in that damn shirt. Hey, <laughs> I'll be back. Y'all continue. I'll be back. <laughs> I may have. I may be shirtless by then, so don't worry about it. Oh Lord, no. <laughs> See what you started. Okay, so just hating on a man. I don't know. I was in the ring, you know what I'm saying? No, you ain't in the ring. I can have you a ain't in the ring. What if I just have, you know, like one arm in and then just be... No, 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 no. We having none of that. So, okay, two more, two, two more matches and I'm done. And we can get, start, we can get started with the show. So, Kenny King uh, got, tech, got uh, put together with Bestia Del Ring, who is the father, like I said, of Roosh and Dragon Lee. And they were defending the tag titles against Tracy Williams, the now new television champion, and Rhett Titus, who is Kenny King's former tag team partner in All Night, the All Night Express back in the day, back in the day. So, for those who don't know the history, All Night Express was the world tag team champions for Ring of Honor. Kenny King was under a contract that was about to expire. He had uh, made a handshake agreement that he was going to stay around for a certain amount of time to uh, get, to work him out of the storyline, so he could do whatever he wanted. That they could do whatever they were going to agree to do with him. But he ended up leaving and going to TNA, mm. going to Impact, without without you know doing it the proper way. So the tag titles had had to be dropped. They had to go through putting get together a new champion. The whole and Rhett Titus was left in the lurch and whatnot, and for like a good nine years, he was like going through the motions trying to get his himself back on top again. And and now he and and after tonight, after last night, he and Tracy Williams are now the new Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions. So Tracy Williams is a double champion, and Rhett Titus is a tag champion again, and um. With Jonathan Gresham having the retaining the um, um, pure championship, they have most of the the foundation has most of the championships in Ring of Honor at this moment. They're only missing two, of which one of those two is the World Championship, which is being defended by Roosh in the main event against Jay Lethal, the former tag team champion with Jonathan Gresham. At one time. So that match goes and Roosh ends up winning that match. Really? Yes. With the help of, uh, with the help, with a little bit of help, he wound up winning that match. And at the end of the match, the foundation and Lo La Faction Ingubernable, which is Roosh, Bestia Del Ring, Dragon Lee, and Kenny Lee, 
and Kenny King with um, Amy Rose wound up um, wound up getting jumped. Now in the match during the tag team championship match, Amy Rose ended up trying to push a chair into the ring for Bestia Del Ring, but instead of handing it to him, she slid it to him, and he got upset. Wound up getting uh, attacked in front of the back, and wound up getting pinned. So they ended up ousting her. She ended up taking a spear from Bestia Del Ring, and they fired her. Now, this is significant because she is the only manager in Ring of Honor history to hold the champions, to manage the champions for the television, world, and tag team championships. So, you know, so they out, they wound up ousting her. Now, after the main event was over, La Faction de Gubernable got into it with the foundation. They started fighting each other. Then Brody Lee, Brody King came out. <laughs> I say Brody Lee showed up. I mean, he's that's where had that. I mean, all these Brodies and whatnot. That's the first thing I. I'm surprised I didn't say. Uh, and jumped <laughs> off, jumped off the show and, and looked that up immediately. And Brody, right, <laughs> right, right. So Brody King comes out, and um, he says, you know, I'm tired of I'm tired of uh, coming after y'all and coming after that belt, and y'all always um, outnumbering me. So now I got the numbers. So then Tony Deppin comes out. Chris Dickinson, you've heard that name a couple of times tonight, comes out. And Homicide returns to Ring of Honor. What? To join the, to, for this new faction that, that has not been named yet. But yes, uh, you got, it was a surprise to everybody that Homicide has oh. shown up in Ring of Honor, the former. Ring of Honor world champion, and he did hit cop killer on Kenny King. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, yes, uh, it, it was good to see them. It was good to see that happening. We'll see what happens with um, with uh, Ring of Honor moving forward. And that's that's so newbie. And I know it took a while, but um, that's what it is. That's what it is. I try to get everything, all the information out. Now, um, I know you got something on the list but i wanted to bring something up to you that's rather interesting now you do i don't know if if everybody's heard about this but there are going to be some programming moves that are going to be happening after wrestlemania's week so it has been confirmed that impact wrestling will be moving from tuesdays to thursdays starting on this next thir starting on uh, next week. Interesting. So, now you also have NXT moving from Wednesdays to Tuesdays after WrestleMania. So now this gives us a full week of wrestling every day of the week. Monday night being Raw. And AEW Dark Evolution, Tuesday being NXT, AEW Dark, and NWA, Wednesday being AEW and Ring of Honor, Thursday being Impact, Friday being SmackDown and New Japan Strong, and Saturday being MLW with Sunday being your pay-per-view days. So 
The week is now full of wrestling, folks. You got no excuse to watch wrestling from now on at some point during this week. But also trying to if you're trying to DVR at all, your only download day is Sunday. So that means that your entire day, one day, is gonna be wrestling. If you watch everything. Or people gonna be turning to those uh YouTube clip down clip down uh compilations. People, you know, take the three hour raw and make it forty five minutes. Uh, just to try to understand what the heck is going on. So it's going to be interesting to see how that's going to play out. At least yeah, it will. Weeks as people get used to it. Well, you still have so you have some of those things like the NWA shows that you may be able to catch on um, Fight TV whenever you're able to catch it because they'll have the reruns on there. Or if they decide to put them on YouTube at some point, you know, you'll have them there. AW Dark and Evolution, those are on YouTube pretty oh. much. So um you can um you can catch those on uh and if you got like a fire stick or something and you would be you, there are certain ways you can pick those things up on fire on a fire stick too. So uh yeah, there's there's ways to get around it, but there's a lot of wrestling out there these days now. So it's a good it's a good day for it's a good time for wrestling. Yep, full takeover. So speaking of well, I guess segueing into uh, NXT takeovers, but more so, you, you really just tapped on the next thing we're going to cover, and that is what exactly does WrestleMania week look like since we're pretty much in the final countdown, the final hours, so to speak, of uh, prep and, and transition and storyline building and climaxing for WrestleMania. So I wanted to take a moment to just kind of look at the war table, so to speak, of what's happening uh, during WrestleMania week. So Sunday the 4th, you guys talked about it last week as I left uh, the programming notes for that. Um, The network sunsets. I don't know if it's going to sunset at 12.01 a.m. on the 4th of April or if it's going to be at 11.59 p.m., on the fourth. So I'll be watching on both ends of the spectrum to see exactly what time that sunset. They have already transitioned uh, a lot of over to Peacock. And when you try to access some things, it will not let you, it tells you you need to go to the Peacock network um, for the free side or whatever it may be to um, be able to access that content. I will tell you, Heed my warning, ladies and gentlemen. Trying to participate and watch wrestling. Do not do the 499 version if you are trying to watch anything wrestling. 999 needs to stay the price point that you want to be at. Case in point, I watched uh, over the past couple days on my lunch break. Uh, the Broken Skull Sessions with Randy Orton. We'll get into that uh, a little bit later on. It now has commercials. Watching a month ago, Broken Skull Session of any one of them on the network, it just streamed straight. So that was at least, I believe, four fade to black, and then it picks back up moments where they cut it to insert commercials. 
So yeah, $9.99, no commercials. $4.99, you're going to get pissed because you're in the middle of watching um, uh, some content. Uh, the pay-per-views are going to be commercial free, uh, but everything else is going to have commercials. So if you're used to just being able to watch the WWE content and then, you know, uh, a T-Mobile commercial pops up, you're going to be like, what the hell? Or even a Peacock commercial pops up for 60 seconds, you're going to be like, what the hell? So stick with the $9.99 price point if you're going to switch to Peacock uh, for WrestleMania. So I just wanted to put that out there. So sunsetting of the network starts WrestleMania week. Um, Monday, as normal, go home show uh, for Raw for WrestleMania. Tuesday, the 6th, is going to be the airing of the Hall of Fame uh, induction and acceptance ceremony that is pre-taped that will be Peacock only, not on the traditional network, Peacock only. And just to give folks a reminder of who was in the 2020 and the 2021 um, Hall of Fame, because they're going to do both in this uh, one Tuesday show. Uh, we have the Bella Twins for 2020, uh, Juice and Thunder Liger uh, under 2020, the British Bulldog, Davy Boy Smith, uh, John Bradshaw Layfield, JBL, um, the NWO proper being Hogan, Hall, Nash, and X-Pac, and who potentially could have been a headliner uh, being Batista for the 2020 inductees. Unfortunately, scheduling conflicts is going to have him not be accepting his induction this year. Uh, they're going to push it probably at his request to maybe next year, uh, depending if uh, schedule works fine uh, with hopefully no COVID. Um, he will be able to do that. He put that request in this past week so that way he could actually thank the fans for backing him and supporting him and 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 just following and, and being there for him throughout his career. So that's a 2020 lineup that's going to be uh, inducted this uh, Tuesday, April 6th. Now for the 2021 side of things, uh, we've got Eric Bischoff, uh, Molly Holly, Rob Van Dam, who was just announced, Kane, who was just announced, the great Kali, who was just announced, and we still have one more inductee to be named. Uh, we'll be going into the 2021 Hall of Fame. So if I had to guesstimate, I'm quite sure it's probably just going to be, uh, well, if they do it in the arena, then it'll be like normal. But otherwise, it could be some pre-taped introductions and then um, pre-taped acceptance. I don't know how it's going to look. Um, but that is Tuesday, the Hall of Fame. Then we go into the meat and potatoes. Wednesday is night one of the NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver pay-per-view. Thursday is night two of NXT Stand and Deliver. Then, nice little slide in there that we found out this week. On uh, Friday the 9th, AEW is going to have an untelevised event at Daly's Place. So I'm quite sure they're going to do some things that's going to cause uh, a stir at net the 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 gossipers and everybody else that's going to be watching, tweeting and texting and doing all those lovely things at that event. There's probably going to be some major things that's going to occur that is going to have a direct uh, correlation to 
Dynamite the following week and the other shows. And then after Friday, we talk Mania. Saturday the 10th, WrestleMania 37, night one. And then Sunday proper, the 11th, WrestleMania uh, 37, night two. So that's a, a whole week of WrestleMania. Now, you also have um, NXT UK doing the NXT Prelude on the 8th. And that will be done yeah, because right. of the time difference. That will be done during the day. And yeah. they have like a 2 or 3 o'clock start time on that. And you got the uh, WWE UK Championship being defended by Walter against Wait a uh, minute. Rampage Brown. I'm getting there. You were ending it, man. I'm getting there, Speedy. I'm getting there. Because no, 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 no. I'm talking about on that pay-per-view, he's defending the championship against Rampage Brown. Yeah, I'm not talking about NXT. Oh, okay. Okay, I was I was getting there. I was going to mention uh, Walter doing double duty. Oh, okay. But, uh, you well, you already said that part. You, I, you be hate, you be hating on UK, so I'm just I'm just no, trying to give NXT UK I, I love. Got, I got nothing against uh, the UK. UK just unfortunately has been you know a little bit slower to start, as we all know, and now it's slower to restart. So it, it hasn't in my opinion, gotten to the Super Bowl as of yet. Um, but that'll mean you also can't cover that doing that's just Nubian since you're all over in that area anyway, young man. I could. I can. <laughs> I can add it to it. I figure I'm doing four or five others ones anyway right now, you know. Hey, man, so, we got to get, we gotta get I'll, our money. I'll, I'll, start, I'll start adding it in then. I'll be six. It's all good. I can, make, I, can make, I, can make, I can make that's just Nubian an hour if you want me to. I believe it. That's, that's, that's too, too much Nubian for one I show. Because I, I, I now have access to pro wrestling Noah and all Japan, oh, stardom, God. and shimmer. Yeah. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so uh, you know, I can, I, can, I, can, I can bring the heat if you want me to. This will be Joe Petticino's show from back in the day. Oh, God. So... Uh, what's that? Hold on, hold on. We got, we got, we got, we got, we got somebody else jumping in. Oh, God, here we, he's come back. We ain't got time for Wiggity Whack. We ain't got time for Wiggity Whack. Keep it back, man. We ain't got, we ain't got no time. We don't already covered WrestleMania week. (laughs) You got the S on the chest for extra late. Turn your mic on. We can't hear you. Yeah, we can't hear you. Why y'all hate them? We can't uh-huh. hear you slapping on them double D's. Yeah, exactly. Nah. Hey, I've been bench pressing, man. I've been doing work. I done lost pounds. <laughs> you're supposed to be naked. The only bench you've been pressing is the one you were sitting on. <laughs> All right, so we covered uh, uh, WrestleMania week and how that's going to iron out. But the, the big question is, what is those shows start to look like. So I'm going to go down uh, what the matches are thus far for uh, the bulk of WrestleMania week, so that way we can answer the question uh, that I'm posing you guys next. Is AEW capable of surviving uh, WrestleMania week? And the reason why I ask that is because this week's show, in my opinion, was a phone-in. It was one of those... I wouldn't even call it really like a building show. It was just a show. It didn't have the oomph 
that we really would like to have seen, especially this close to WrestleMania. But that's just me. So they do that every year. The two shows before WrestleMania are always garbage. Before, so every well, year, I'll give them a pass for last year because you know everybody was trying to do whatever they could. So well, even before that, though, even I before know, that, we, we we talked about that uh, two years ago, technically. But I was hoping that this year, coming out of you know more restrictions being lifted and and more opportunities and things that they're setting up, that these shows will be bangers every single time, especially if you're pushing two other shows, trying to get those out there and get people to watch those. You want to have transition at Dynamite is segueing into everything else. But yeah, this was a phone-in. So let's talk about NXT Stand and Deliver night one on Wednesday. Uh, you've got a gauntlet match. I'm sorry, a gauntlet eliminator match for the North American uh, Championship title shot on night two to go against Johnny Gargano. So competing in that one uh, is Pete Dunne, Dexter Loomis, uh, Bronson Reed, Kushida, L.A. Knight, uh, Roderick Strong, Austin Theory, Cameron Grimes, Isaiah Swerve Scott, Tyler Russ, Leon Ruff, and Jake Atlas. So they're all going to be going through uh, a gauntlet eliminator match. You also have the NXT... Tag Team Championships on the men's side. It's a triple threat uh, between MSK, the Grizzled Young Vets, and Legado del Fantasma. Uh, you have the NXT UK. Here you go, James. Uh, Walter doing double duty, or his second one, going up against it was established this week. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa, who, just like me, needs to shave and go back ball. I mean, I don't know. He was looking kind of grandpa-ish uh, this week. Yeah, you know. You can go ahead and join that anyway. We gotta get smooth, Daddy. Nah, I'm gonna. I, I, this is this is my COVID look. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going with the Tommaso Champa look. I'm, well, I'm getting there. Get that, get that vaccine so you can cut that hair, man. Um, <laughs> and then uh, rounding out the night on night one thus far, they could be adding something this, this week, but this is the last match that's booked currently, and that is your NXT Women's Championship, Io Shirai versus Raquel Gonzalez. So just looking at that, we know that the Gauntlet Eliminator is going to take up most of the show. So um, these standard deliveries are going to be two hours. So they're not going to go over in time. So two hours to the to the spot, and then um, you'll be good to go. So the Gauntlet's good for an hour, uh, maybe a little less, 45 minutes. And then we'll have the tag and uh, the NXT UK and the Women's Championships. Uh, to fill out that second hour. Well, I would go over picks and stuff early, but we'll save that. So that's night one. Night two is going to be a little bit more action-packed in reference to number of, well, actually really one more match, but uh, probably a little bit more faster pace. Um, you've got a ladder match for the undisputed NXT Cruiserweight Championship between uh, Santos Escobar and Jordan Delvin who's finally returning, thankfully, coming out of all the restrictions on uh, travel. You've got uh, the NXT North America Championship. Johnny Gargano will be facing the winner of Night One's Eliminator Gauntlet. Uh, the NXT Championship is going to be defended with it being Finn Balor versus Karrion Cross with Scarlett. And then we just had signed and announced the unsanctioned match uh, between Kyle O'Reilly 
and Adam Cole. So there still are some spaces left on night two to be added uh, to fill up some time unless they're going to have this unsanctioned match, a.k.a. possibly, you know, one of those nice little uh, wrestle all over the place matches. Cinematic matches. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to go super cinematic, but I mean, I think it'll be, you know, kind of like Edge versus uh, Randy Orton, uh, the greatest match ever type thing, where it's just going to be all over the performance center. So I think that could stretch a good amount of time, but I think they may add a couple more matches in there somewhere to just uh, hit. I don't think they will. I don't think they will. I don't think so. Cause stacked enough. Yeah. Those, cause I mean, NXT, when they do their pay-per-views, they only do like maybe four or five matches in during their pay-per-views anyway. So I would say, I would say that these matches are, can they can put enough into these matches to stretch those two hours as they are, especially if 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 Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly put in the work that they did back in Ring of Honor when they were going at it. I'm looking forward. That's the match. That's the match I actually want to see out of all of them. I agree because those those matches that they had when um future when they were the tag team Future Shock and they broke up those matches were instant classics yeah so yeah that's the uh uh title defense for the nxt women's championship so i think that'll probably be uh set up this coming week because that's the only thing that we don't have of major championship status is not being defended during takeover so hopefully uh somebody will be challenging and then we'll figure that out so that's just nxt then I was looking at AEW. So, obviously, we don't know what is going to be booked for that show. But here, considering that they phoned it in last week, it's what's coming in this week's AEW Dynamite. Carl Shida and Ty Conti is going up against Nyla Rose and The Bunny. QT Marshall and Cody are going to have an exhibition match uh, with Arn Anderson as a special guest referee. Miro and Kip Sabian uh, are going to have an arcade anarchy match with Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor. And then we know we have Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers versus the Lucha Bros and the Laredo Kid. So that's this week. Just on paper, that's going to be an amazing two hours. Can't, Can't ask for anything more than that. Should have had that same gusto this week, but it is what it is. So that's as far as we can do. Just if they keep that momentum the following week, which will be Mania week, uh, that level of, of superstar matches, I would imagine Mox will wrestle that week for sure um, in some shape, manner, or form. We'll see if Eddie Kingston uh, will be capable of, of doing a match at that point since he's got a little bit of an injury. But um, if we keep that momentum going, I would imagine Jericho will be back. Um, and we may have something with the inner circle and pinnacle. Uh, hopefully, you know, they can do something. They have the potential, let me put it that way, to do something. But then I got to thinking this week as I was watching Dynamite. And this is what I really want to get uh, opinions on. Because <clears throat> I think I may have seen a problem, Houston, on the AEW train. You ready for it, James? Come on, Mr. Conspiracy Theory. 
<laughs> I'm not as bad as Sami Zayn, but I was wondering, self, <coughs> out of all the shows that we watch during the course of the week, why does AEW have the most groups on their show? Think about it. Newly formed Pinnacle, Tully Blanchard, FTW, MJF, uh, Wardlow, uh, Sean Spears, and whoever else they want to put in it. Death Triangle, Penta, and uh, Ray Phoenix, and Pop. The Inner Circle, Jericho, Guevara, Santana, Ortiz, Hager. The newly formed Hardy Family Office, or the HFO, Matt Hardy, Butcher, Blade, Bunny, Private Party. The Nightmare Family, Cody, Brandy, Dustin, QT Marshall, Red Velvet, um, and the, uh, the Billy Gunn Sons. Uh, Dark Order, Stu Grayson, Evil Uno, Alex Reynolds, John Silver, Cole Cabana, 10-5, Anna J, Always Brody Lee, and Negative One. <laughs> the Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy, Lucha, uh, Luchasaurus, and Marco Stunt. The Elite is still technically Kenny Omega, Good Brothers, and the Young Bucks, technically. SCU, Kazarian Daniels, and Scorpio Sky. Best Friends, uh, Chuck Taylor, Trent, Orange Cassidy. Team FTW. <laughs> it's like, why are there so many groups at AEW right now? And you forgot. You forgot one. You forgot one. Who did I forget? Nyla Rose, Nyla Rose, Vicky Guerrero, and and uh, uh, what's the guy's name? Hellion. What's the name? Is that they're new? They haven't really they haven't really wrestled together, but they're a group. Say, they're, 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 they're they're their own group now. They're putting them together. Player as a group yet, but KG, it's like uh, it's, what you got to do? Nothing. You want to join our group? Yeah, we all grouping together. Like what the hell? That that's what I was getting ready to say. I said it's crazy because I'm sitting here and I'm listening to you, and I'm trying to figure out: Did you name 90 percent of the whole roster in AEW? If not a hundred? Well, there's some folks that are there's some folks that are in factions. They may be in tag teams or they're together in some way. But and he didn't mention he didn't even name all of the all the um. Nightmare family. <laughs> so I mean, so but but here's the here's the thing. And and think about this. It's the best way to get the most people on television at the same time. I agree. I mean, everybody gets a, a some type of check. Uh but the problem is with so many groups, you're gonna start having storyline issues. Because you can only, if you're in a group, you only have one of two ways to go. You're going to go to the top, you're going to get all the championships, or you're going to implode, and then your group breaks up. That's the only one of two ways that you're going to have to be able to keep some storyline continuity. You got SCU that could be on the rocks, potentially, with Scorpio Sky truthfully giving one of the best promos he's ever done. I mean, he was just on fire this week. But if he's going off on his heel run and doing his own thing, SCU is done. Uh, best friends is still together. I mean, you know, get better Trent. Hopefully he comes back soon. 
Uh, Jurassic Express would probably stay together. Dark Order is fine. Nightmare Family is imploding. Um, Hardys is good. They just started. Inner Circle, we'll see, because Jericho's still got to go away, potentially, and do some things. This could be time for him to set all that stuff up and get things in order. Uh, Death Triangle, they are doing something smart where they're not always death triangling us to death. You know, you may see Ray here, Penta here, um, Pac here, and then they come back together and they separate. So that one is being worked out good. Pinnacle just got together. Uh, but that's still, you know, a full page plus of group. Oh, and, and, and Team Taz may be imploding um, uh, now that Brian Cage is turning a new leaf or, or getting a conscience or calling a spade a spade, for lack of a better term. That's just a lot. And this, and also, this is more of the Japanese influence that the Young Bucks, Omega, um, uh, Cody, and whatnot got when they had their time in New Japan. Because New Japan is the same way. You got Chaos, Los Ingobernables de Japón. You got Suzuki Goon. You got High and Tie. No, Hinta. Hinta okay. actually is called. Uh, you got the third generation. You got uh, Rapungi 3K, which is part of, which is a subgroup of Chaos. So that's Chaos. You know, you got a whole bunch of groups within Japan as well. So it's it's pretty much the Japanese influence that they are bringing back and, and adding into their their own um, organization. So, because they were, because they were all part of, and and I forgot the Bullet Club. I'm sorry. Yeah. So I just said, it. yeah, Bullet Club. Yeah. So yeah. So, uh, being part of the Bullet, all of them being at one time part of the Bullet Club, they experienced that over in New Japan, and it was like, well, this works. You know, this gets a lot of people, a lot of faces on television. You know, you get Inner Circle versus the Pinnacle. That's what, twelve, thirteen people on stage at one time. And then, yeah, got, and then you got, and then you got um, Lance Archer and Jake the Snake Roberts, who's going after fo- folks within. Um, he was going after folks, and then he's, well, he's going after everybody. That's another two people. So yeah, I mean, it's just a way to br- put faces on the screen. Here's the counterpoint to that. Let's rewind right after. I guess technically, you could say, kind of towards the end of that eighty-week run of WCW. How many groups did they have? How many versions of the NWO did we have? And then we had... There were at least three. I mean, that was a lot of people between black, white, blue WO, um, uh, 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 LWO. Yeah, yeah, uh, Wolfpack. Yeah, it's like, what you doing? Want to join the WO? Okay, which one? Don't matter. Just join one. You know, it's like most of your roster is a WO of some kind. I mean, especially for black and white. Is, what was it? Black and white, silver and white, red and black, Latino, uh, right? And then, and then, uh, was, and then and what, uh, was there another one? Oh, well, you said blue WO, blue world order, but that that was more ECW. They just yeah, brought but I mean, you know, they they, they kind of was over the place. But at the end of the day, think about just think about entrance music. Wolfpack song coming on most of the show. Black and white coming on most of the show. And then you may have a little person in here, but most of the show it's, you know, and, 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 woo, 
you know, that's all you hear is just some version of the NWO coming down, and then up, oh, let's go on a sting of DDP, <laughs> and that's it. Oh, and the Horsemen, uh, throwing the full Horsemen into that mix as well. So, didn't work out in the long scheme of things because they had too much going on, but they didn't have the the streamlining of writing and continuity either uh, that AEW has. So I just don't want it. as I was looking at it, like, man, it's a lot of damn groups. I'm hoping that they understand it. They have that depth segregated in such a way that it doesn't become a problem down the road trying to create storylines and build things that people are going to stay interested in. Because not only do you have to write a storyline, but now the storyline also has to have all these other sub players. And then, you know, you got a lot of people in the mix when they should be off doing their own kind of thing, but then you have to bring a group in because, yeah, what else you got to do? So that, that was it. And then, you know, I just still think it's funny that we just throw in negative one in there. At some point, he'll have a match, I guarantee you. <laughs> oh, negative one is the man, man. Come on. Negative you, see the one week, you see the other week when he came out with Ty Conti and he was getting yeah. all that play? Come on, man. Hey, man. Negative, negative one is that dude. Versus uh, Marco Stunt, I'm telling you. Match of the night. You you know what? When you talk about negative one, you know there are people who are, are actually upset that he's actually uh still with AEW. He's wrestling. Oh, they're they're milking uh Brody Lee's death and this, that, and other. And I'm like, what? What? Are you serious? Y'all are upset because of a kid doing what he he him and his father love. There's something that he shared with his father. He has a chance to carry on his father's legacy at a young age. What is he, eight, nine years old? Mm-hmm. And so it's not he like gets to be around the boys in the back. It's called that lovely green monster, one of the, the deadliest sins ever. Jealous. Plus, that boy now, probably, plus, they probably got that boy under contract. He probably making money for his food, and they're giving them, their, their family money and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. Let them, let them live. He's, He's going to wind up going to college for free. The boys in the back are, they, they can't replace dad, but damn it, they're going to be the biggest influence and they're going to teach him. And mom don't have a problem with it. Mom's enjoying it herself because it's showing love. How much how much Brody Lee was actually loved outside of the ring? Yep. Name, name another every- sports entertainer, wrestler, wrestler, that is that well-respected. That they the company allows their child to be part of storylines. You can't name one, but that one. Dominic. Well, Dominic, Dominic Mysterio. Yeah, I okay, that'd be two. That'd be two. But to that point, to KG's point, what is Dominic doing now? Wrestling with his dad, which unfortunately Brody won't be able to do, but he could be the new exalted one, knock on wood, that AEW is down the road. You know, another, uh, you know, 18 years. And who knows? He may say, you know what? Thank you, Tony Khan. I'm going to take a break. Um, and I'm going to pursue different ventures. And then if I choose to come back, that contract is there. Guaranteed. And then he got a little brother. You know, they could do the, they could do the, they could, they could be a tag team together uh, when they grow up or whatever the case. On the flash <laughs> things, you know, uh, you know, um, it didn't work with one son. Uh, Reed was supposed to be the future, rest his soul, because he was guaranteed. I mean, we knew he was going to be champion, uh, but it ended up being Charlotte, picking up the mantle and, and doing everything. 
Um, would have loved to seen, you know, more opportunity with David Flair, but the business burnt him out because WCW was so toxic. It was just, you know, they were just going too far with too much, but we know who that was uh, for a good you, portion you know, of Vince Russo. Well, David Flair ended up he going to other, other places. I mean, he wound up going to MLW and doing very well. You know, he, he started the Extreme Horseman over in MLW, and, and, they, and that faction was very prominent back in those days so you know he had he did his thing he did his thing in other places he just couldn't handle what was going on in wcw yeah you know he never wanted to be a wrestler he wanted to be a state trooper yeah. and that, that's what he is now he, he's a, he's in law enforcement now he's living his dream he got to roll with his dad roll with his brother but then he also got to live his dream how many people can actually say that i got to join my dad's business get a little bit of success but i also got to leave the business well and intact, and still live my dream. Mm-hmm. Shane McMahon is, uh, is, is a great example of that. He said, hey, I'm going to step away and then come back. And Charlotte didn't even want to wrestle. She only got in because Reed passed. Yep. And that was Reed's dream. So, yeah. On volleyball and stuff like that. And, you know, she, she picked it up to honor her brother. But this also takes us into uh, the next big <clears throat> That, that came out this week, uh, this past Sunday, and that was uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin's Broken Skull Session starring Randy Orton, which in my opinion was the best that has happened in the series on the network thus far, and just yeah. immediately tied into what we were talking about. Randy Orton did not want to join the, the family business, third generation, but that was not his dream at the time. He went to the military. He just didn't like the way the military was in the, the barracks, I guess, for a lack of a better term, opposed to the locker room, and ended up getting himself discharged so he could come home and then just come to the epiphany, hey, Dad, uh, I guess I can try what you was doing, and then the rest is history. Did either one of you guys get a chance to watch? Oh, yeah, I definitely watched that. It was, yeah, like you said, that one was definitely better than the, either one of the Undertaker ones. So, yeah, I, that, that one was the best one out of all of them to me. Yeah. I know yes. Okay. <clears throat> if you haven't watched the KG, I saw your eyes all wide, but if you Taker haven't watched good. it, you need to watch it. Taker was good. Both of Takers was good. They were but this good. one, yeah. He pulled the curtain back. You know, he was talking about stuff. Even what my eyes went. <sighs> The when he had uh, the moment, he was like, yeah, you know, we went out to the practice ring. You're not supposed to say that. <laughs> you know, Randy was just looking. Kayfabe is dead, so he can, you know, he can say all that shit. <laughs> but, you know, he was putting it out there. You know, he was giving, in my opinion, a master class to anybody that is looking to get in the ring or that is trained to be in the ring. Need to watch that. He broke it down all the way to, you know, why he does what he does, the facial expressions, and how long it took him to get to this point of being able to have the trust of Vince McMahon to go out there and just, you got your bullet point, do your interview. Period. And not too many people. You know something? People, and I, I hate bringing this up, but people get online and they, they get behind keyboards and on phones and they turn themselves into fake-ass thugs. And whenever Randy Orton says something about the military, they want to bring up his military past. Well, you were dishonorably discharged. His actual dishonorable discharge is turned over 
into an honorable discharge. So for those that don't know, you can't come at him about that. But when I hear that dude talk, I've always had mad respect for Randy Orton. I mean, when his finishing move was the overdrive, you know how many times I hurt myself trying to do that damn thing? <laughs> but, and to, 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 to you, James, I would love to watch the Broken Skull Sessions, but when I try to pull it up on my WWE network, I can't find it. It tells me to go to Peacock, but then I go to Peacock, and I cannot find it. Well, what you got? Well, we've already we've already had that discussion, sir. While you were Shucking off doing your hair or whatever, <laughs> my hair was done last night, sir. Thank you very much. You and your ODB moment. Go ahead. You know, hey, I had to throw up my W's, man. I want to. I want a pay per view in twenty twenty one, dog. I'm 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 happy, man. I'm I'm shucking, jiving, doing the damn thing. I'm doing it all. Whatever you say, I'm doing. I'm doing it. So that man was out there playing around, doing his her when we should be out here putting that work in. And speaking of putting in work, uh, WWE Network, you know, because you can't see it, uh, KG, has been uh, doing the 50 greatest females of all time within uh, New York. We'll put it that way. So I just want to go down the list really quick because there's some people in positions that, yeah, I don't agree with. I don't even understand who put them in that number. So I know y'all going to be like, what the hell? All right, so let, let me hit you with this uh, 50 special real quick. At number 50, Tony Storm. 49, Caitlin. 48, your current NXT UK Women's Champion, Kaylee Ray. 47, Sonya Deville. 46, uh, one half of the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships, Shotzi Blackheart. 45, Kelly Kelly. 44, Candice LeRae. 43, Nikki Cross. 42, Layla. 41, James's Girl. Uh, Ember Moon, the other half of the NXT Women's Championship. 40, Eve Torres. 39, Lacey Evans. 38, Jazz. 37, Maurice. 36, one half of the WWE Women's Tag Champions, Yalbu, Nia Jax at number six, 36. Number 35, Bianca Belair. Number 34, Carmella. Number 33, who said she was surprised they knew she existed, Gail Kim. Number 32, Jacqueline. Number 31, Kyrie Sane. I don't understand. Okay. Uh, number 30, Naomi. Number 29, I was surprised they remember her too, Bull Nakano. Number 28, Ivory. 27, Molina, 26, they're counting them together, the Bella Twins. 25, your current NXT Women's Champion, Io Shirai. So that's the 25. I'm going to stop there and see if y'all agree or disagree with 50 through 25. Okay. Yep. 
That's just 5325. Right. <laughs> the Bella Twins, first of all, should have been separated because Nikki is definitely better than Bree. Uh-huh. In my opinion. Um <clears throat> Bianca at 35. At 35. I don't need she doesn't need to and be in the top she 25. She doesn't need she, to be on the list at all to me. I mean, there's some of these guys, some of these people that don't even be need to be on the list. Like um, Bianca, she's too new to be on this list. Um, Shotzi Blackheart, too new. Yep. Uh, Ember Moon, too new. Lacey Evans, too new. Um, <clears throat> I would move Jazz up to the mm -hmm. top 25. I'd move Gail Kim up a little I'd bit. move Gail Kim up. Jacqueline I'd move Jacqueline up. up. I, yeah, Naomi, Naomi. Needs more respect on her name. I'd move her up a little bit, but I don't know she if I'd put her in the top 25. She should at least be 15. So. But yeah, that, 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 this, list, this list so far is real suspect to me. Yep. And, and like your... Tag team list, oh, sir. You need to want to know what the I want to know what the parameters and the conditions were yeah. on this on the making of this list. Now I agree because this list thus far reminds me of the old uh, best of lists that they used to do on WWE the magazine, where you flip through and you're like, really, really, I don't agree with none of this. And you just close the book and move on. Period. Very rarely did I agree with the top ten or top twenty or, or whatever it was in the magazine. Oh, and Nikki Cross doesn't need to be on here either. I forgot her. So Nikki Cross needs to be off of here too. Or full, you know, further down towards the bottom, no disrespect to Nikki Cross, but like really? That's some names. No, in there. no disrespect to anybody, but I'm just saying these folks, the folks that I'm named are too new to be on this list. There are others that have been in the industry that probably and done have done more within WWE than anybody on this list that should have probably been on this list. Yep. So yeah, so I I disagree with anybody anybody that's on this list that has been added since that has been added within the last probably three, four years don't need to be on this list. I agree. KG, you got anything to say? Yeah, I, I got to disagree with you there, James, because honestly, um, okay, Eve Torres, Gail Kim. Gail Kim really made more of a name for herself in TNA than she did in WWE, in my opinion. And that's true. She did. She did, but so her being on this list, I, I mean, granted, she's pretty low, but I, I, it's like you already know who's going to be number one. So let's be honest. You know, know who's going to be number one. You know, do you know who number one is? Number one is going to be um, Moolah. Oh, so you don't know? You don't, you have you don't know the list then? Okay. No, I don't know. Let's list. Be, okay. Cool. Cool. Let's, cool. Let's, I want you keep keep now, Don. Let him keep going. Number, number one's always Moolah. They always make it Moolah. Let me keep going. Let him keep going. Twenty-five. Okay, Let him so, keep going. 
You saying I'm gonna be pissed off? All right, let's go. You 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 might you might be surprised at twenty four through to number one. Yep. So just a reminder: twenty five, uh, starting uh, the the technically top half of the countdown is going to be your current NXT uh, Women's Champion Io Shirai. Number twenty four should be in this stretch, but maybe a little bit higher. Uh, Luna Vachon. Twenty three. I agree with this. Um, Stephanie McMahon. 22, Michelle McCool. 21, I know James is going to say it, should not even be on this list yet, Rhea Ripley. 20, should be higher on the list based off of how many people she put over and helped. But at 20, Natalia. Number 19, AJ Lee. Number 18, the other half of the women's tag team champions, who is higher than her tag team partner, but newer than her tag team partner, Shayna Baszler. Number 17, Paige. 16, Sable. I'm just going to stop there. <laughs> so we went from Io Shirai, Luna Vachon, Stephanie, Michelle McCool, Rhea Ripley, Natalia, AJ, Shayna, uh... Page and Sable. We haven't cracked the 15 yet. Any thoughts? Thus far. Any of those names should be higher than 15. I, 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 you want to go first, James? Because I, I got nothing to say right now. Go ahead. All right. Go. I'll, okay. All right. Well, if you're talking to I'll keep going. No, 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 wait, no, no, wait, no. no. KJ, no. KJ got something How? to say. Go ahead. Go ahead. How in 79 hells is Natty below AJ Lee? How what? is Rhea Ripley this high, but Bianca Belair is so low? What the fuck were they smoking? 15 through number one. Uh, continue, Don, please. <laughs> 15 through number one. I agree with this spot. Uh, Molly Holly at number 15. 14, Victoria. 13, Alexa Bliss. 12, Mickey James. 11, Beth Phoenix. Starting the top 10, Bailey at number 10. Ronda Rousey at number 9. Lita at number 8. Rightfully should be in the top 10, but the number may be a little off. Uh, Alundra Blaze at number seven. Sasha Banks, your current SmackDown Women's Champion, at number six. Asuka, your Raw Women's Champion, at number five. I agree with this number. Uh, China at number four. Number three, Becky Lynch. Number two, Charlotte. Number one, Trish Stratus. KG, go. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no Mula. No No May Young. <laughs> Wait, I understand, okay. I understand why they didn't do Mula. Moolah got heat. Moolah got heat. The reason why they didn't name the women's 
tag team tournament after Moolah for all that shit that she used to do back in the day. I understand why they didn't put Moolah in. Gail but Kim not to put May Young in there. Gail Kim that's a problem. Has heat. Gail Kim ain't got as much heat as Moolah. At all. Right is right, wrong is wrong. Wait, time out. If, okay, if you want to go with this list as is, now out of everybody you named on this list, I think China should be, should have been number one. Because, I, I agree. I agree. Wait, I, because, I totally agree. China, the ninth wonder of the world, forget what she did outside of the ring, what she did in the, in the ring. She had the boys in the back scared. She had the women scared. She had everybody scared of her because she could hold her own against men and she could kick women's asses. First, first female intercontinental champion. First woman to be in the Royal Rumble. Groundbreaker. Groundbreaker, pretty much. So she why is she not number one? one? She should have she should have her own section. Shit should be named after her in WWE. You can't duh. I did not come here. To get pissed off tonight. But apparently you want me to be pissed off. Because that once you name, once you say a leader was that far down, I knew the list was trash. I knew I was in for it and this list was trash. It, it, it took you to number eight to get there. <laughs> I was giving it the benefit of the doubt. This list is trash. They were smoking dicks when they made this list. Right. First of all, I would have put a lunger blaze at number five. And Oscar further back. Right. Sasha Banks, you can make some argument within the top 10. Ronda Rousey should not be in the top 10. Ronda Rousey no, should not be in the top 25. Period. Not right. saying she's not worthy to be on the list or something like that, but just like the other ones, she's too new. She was in just for a stint and then out. All she did she was she got in, she got in, she got in because of the money that they made with her. That's yeah. how she got she in because of the table, but she didn't put in the greatest work of WWE ever da, 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 to be on this list. That took up somebody else's spot. May Young, as many times as she was put through a table, she gave birth to her hand. She should be on the list. Oh, I'm, I'm guessing that that whole thing with her giving birth to a hand is not going to be on the Peacock Network, is it? Let's not even talk about that. <laughs> but wait, that. yeah, all you, that censorship you, stuff they're doing, yeah. You you know um you know I was listening to uh, Busted Open Radio on Sirius XM, mm -hmm. and Bubba Ray was talking about uh Bubba Ray was talking about um May Young and putting her through the table. He was like he was so scared. He's like I should put her through the table like a woman. Said she came up to him and told him straight up. Put me through a table like you put the boys to the table. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, yo, she straight. She's always been a gangster in my book. Like the legend of May Young grew even more gangsterish with that. Like I love May Young. I love Moolah. Even even with the the, the, the out of the ring stuff, I've, I love Moolah because when she came back and Jeff Jarrett was going after her and and, and May Young, I thought that was one of the best fucking feuds I've ever seen in my life, man. Mm -hmm. It was absolutely hilarious. It was entertaining. But with the May Young thing, I mean, hell, that was more of a safety thing because I'm like, look, if you're going to try to go soft on me going through this table, you're going to do something to actually mess me up or, or hurt me for real. So you know what you're doing with the dudes. Do me like you do the dudes because you know what you're doing. 
that ain't even have nothing to do with her being tough. I would have told him the same thing. Oh, yo, this is your first time in the ring. We're going to put you through a table. I was like, all right, put me through the table like you do the rest of the boys. You know, don't 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 hold up on me. Because if you hold up on me and I end up getting hurt, I'm going to own this damn place. <laughs> you know, so, well, you know. This this list, I mean, it seems like they, 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 it's more modern. Because, to be honest with me, fellas. If we look at a, a list of top 50 women, and this is pretty much WWE's list, you're not putting Wendy Richter in there? Nope. Not even the top 50? Nope. Hmm, okay. But it seems like, it seem like it's more of a, a modern list. It seems like... Uh, you're going to put a tag team in there, put the Jumping Bomb Angels in there. Put, put um... What, what was the what was the name? What was what was that tag team uh that was that was around back in the um back in the Moolah days? Uh Martin and um I forget I forget the other woman's name, but it was uh, Peggy Martin or something like that and her, her partner that would that would uh tag that were tag team champions back then when they had a women's tag team division championship back then. I mean there are a whole bunch of women that they could have put in there from from the past. That they chose not to, and they but they added all of these NXT women. With, I mean, granted, I'm not like I said, I'm not putting nothing against them. Maybe you know, I ain't hating, hate but I mean, close the parameters. What has Ember Moon done? You know what is what has Ember Moon done? Okay, I can see EO No, no, no. She became the first woman to win an NXT championship. A tag team, a, a WWE tag team championship, and an NXT Women's Tag Team Championship. She's the first. She groundbreaking. I could see her being there. She wasn't the first to win all three belts. Yes, she was because she was. They, remember, they were the first winner. Well, they were the second winner, but, winner, but she won all. She was the first to have all three. What? What? What three? The NXT Women's Championship. Okay. The NXT Tag Team Women's Championship. Okay. And the WWE Tag Team Women Women's Championship. She's the first to hold all three of those belts. Nobody has ever held all three. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. Well, that's a new, that's a new that's a new bet. But the NXT Tag Titles of a right. new belt, a brand new belt. So I mean, right. I don't even, I don't even I wouldn't even count that. And then I wouldn't even I wouldn't got, even count that. You got Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte's a Grand Slam champion. No, is Charlotte a Grand Slam champion? Charlotte is a Grand Slam champion. Charlotte has won every women's belt out there. And so has Bailey and Sasha Banks, correct? Yeah. Uh wait a minute. With the exception of the, the NXT tag, yeah. With the, yeah, with the exception yeah. of the NXT tag, which we're well, not counting be. because it's a brand new right. belt. Right. It's a brand when new championship. So we're not counting that. But yeah, yeah. No doubt. Charlotte was the first. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not I'm, like I said within within the last three four years. Okay, I'm not counting. I'm not counting the four horse women in this at all. Okay? okay, I'm not counting the four horse women in this at all. I'm talking about the newer ones like Nikki Cross, Ember Moon, Shotzi Blackheart, uh, Tony Storm, Kaylee Ray. Kaylee Ray has a history outside has a has a famed history outside of NXT of, of WWE. Okay, 
Uh, but if they if they included that, then they, she should have been higher up the list if they're going to include Kaylee Ray, in my opinion. If they're going to talk about past stuff outside of WWE, but they're not. Well, the only thing that she's got is the NXT Women's Championship. She's held it a while, COVID. But I mean, yeah, okay. Thing like Walter. But I'm talking about I'm talking about some of these newer people. Candice LeRae. What the fuck is she doing on this damn list? <laughs> the only reason I put her on this list is because she took a super kick with a damn Nike tennis shoe laced on the bottom with um, thumbtacks in P to PWG from uh, Matt Jackson. That woman is a hard woman. <laughs> I give her that. <laughs> like I said, they want to. She could be on the list on this list just for that. She still got a scar on her face from that damn super kick. So yeah, and if you haven't seen it, you need to go back and look for it because I mean, she took one of the better super kicks Matt Jackson has ever put out on with that with that with that uh, uh, with that shoe. So yeah, but uh, yeah, somebody Lacey Evans. What has she done? What is Lacey Evans Call everybody nasties. Call everybody nasties. Kyrie Sane. I can put her on this list, but not at 31. I'll put her on this list, but not at 31. Right. Like I said, the Bella Twins, they need to be separated because Nikki needs to be over Bree. Period. Uh, Bull Nakano, I'm just glad that they even remember her like you said. Yep. You know. <laughs> AJ, AJ Lee, I mean, she doesn't need to be at 19, but she does need to be on this list. Okay, because she was, she did have a lot of influence when the women's division yeah. during the diva, during the diva area era. So yeah, she, I, I give her that. So yeah, I mean, but yeah, Ronda Rousey, she needs to, she, she can be on this list, but not in the top 25. I mean, she 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 was brought in to bring butts in the seats and bring money into the WWE. That was it. They put yep. the title on her because it was smart to do. So, right, okay. And that was it. That was it. I mean, but yeah. I, other than that, Oscar needs to drop. Sasha needs to drop. Alundra needs to be top. We needs to be at number five. Mm -hmm. Charlotte needs to be at number one, in my opinion. Trish. Every, Charlotte, uh, um, China needs to come up, and everybody else needs to drop on that top five. The top five can stay as it is, but it needs to go two through six and put China, China at one. Well, so you taking Sasha Banks out of the top five? Yes. Well, well she's not. not she's not in the top five now. She's number six. You taking her out of the top ten? No, no, I'm not taking no. out. I'm not taking out of the top ten. I'm just saying, okay. bring bring China from four to one. Okay. So then it'll be two Trish, three Charlotte, four Becky, five China, six. Oh, excuse me. It'll be two Char two Trish, three Charlotte, four Becky, five. Uh, Oscar stays at five. Sasha drops. Bring up Bay. Bring up Bailey at six. 
and put Char and put Sasha behind her. Okay, separate. I got a question. I got a question. I got two questions actually. Right. Um, first question. Thinking about this list. To you, James, and I don't know, Don, if you agree with it. Why do you have Trish so high? I well, mean, Trish was influential. I mean, she, she, Trish, 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 Trish was influential so in, in the ring and out of the ring. Homegrown for that era. So, I mean, okay. I agree. Trish should definitely be on the Mount Rushmore. But, um, Number one, yeah, subjective. Okay. Question number two. It's the name that I'm, I just just hit me just now. That's missing from the whole entire list. That should be top five. And one half of my all-time dream match, the Glamazon, Beth Phoenix. No, she's on there. I said her. She's on she the did. list. At, yeah, she's on the list at number 11. She should be in top five. I'll put a top ten. I'll put a top she, ten, but not top five. She walked away at the height of the game. I, and, and I always respect her for that. But my my whole dream match was her versus China. I thought that was the only person that could go toe-to-toe -to -toe with China and probably give me a 30-minute match. And it'll be absolutely positively balls out beast shit. Like I'm talking. You would sell out the curtain type shit. Yeah. Because everybody in the back is standing at the curtain. Because it's that good. And I, I, I feel as a as a fan, I feel cheated that we never got to see that. But it was it's nobody's fault. Things didn't sync up right. Um unfortunately we had the untimely death of China. So it, it just didn't happen. But damn it, that would have been a money draw right there. That could have main evented a pay-per-view. And I'm actually mean, surprised they put China this high, to tell you the truth. I'm surprised she with made the, the drama, list. With all the drama that went on and everything with her, I'm, well, I'm surprised they put her this high. Deny, but let's be honest. Let's be honest. They can say drama, da-da-da. That is one of the major casualties of wrestling. Because problem wouldn't be there. If Triple H and Stephanie didn't do what they did, China did nothing wrong. Stephanie wanted China gone because she moving in and her and Trip getting together. Can't have your ex here. China like used to. She's got to go. <laughs> that was grimy. That that was even more grimy than the Matt Hardy thing. Then, what's your boy doing smashing a homie? Come on, come on, Sean. That's your boy girl. <laughs> you gonna smash the homie. Just think about ball. this. Think about this. And I'm gonna be on I mean, we can't predict the, the future, we can't change the pace. But think about this. In your honest opinion, gentlemen, do you think if WWE would have separated the shows a little earlier? Triple H is on, and Stephanie on one show, Channel's on another show, so they're never on the road at the same time. They don't see each other. Do you think that would have prolonged her life if they would have never fired her the way that they did? Yes. One of two things. A, if that would have happened, or B, if WCW 
would have been prominent enough to be able to still or round enough to take her. Um, she she've been Paul Heyman wouldn't have been able to make that happen. So uh, that have been that. But if she could have went to another promotion, um, if, if TNA existed at that point, then you know maybe she could have went there and Jeff Jarrett could have scooped her up because they had history. Uh, but yeah. Wait, TNA was around then. Not not at not at the height to where it was the pull uh I know the asylum years, but it was still kinda undergroundish. Okay. But now yeah, they were still using the, the, the six sided level, you know, where where we had right. everything just massive where they could just pay that check and pull her in. Um, but didn't she show up in TNA for a little bit? She was in TNA for a while. But not not at I mean it came kinda after, but not at that point. You know where? No, not in the early, not in the early years, but I mean, it was. Yeah. I think she came in right, right after they changed networks. But because they were, they were original TNT, but then they moved, didn't they? Yeah, uh, they were on. Uh, no, they were on TNN. They were on TNN. Yeah. Right. They were on TNN, and then they switched to somebody else. And whenever they switched, they made that switch. Then that's when she showed up. Yeah, but I, I was kind of. I think the uh, the one night in China came out at that point. Yeah, but I mean that right there is that's that's your money draw right there. Yeah, but she would have had to stay. I mean, she would be like Undertaker. She would be a lifer in WWE. But you know that that wound cut so deep. I mean, you know that that's that's worse than. Hey, uh, Jeff, how, how you? Why didn't you tell me that? Edge and Lita was a thing. I'm like, that's your girl. You hurt. How your boy gonna take your girl while you on injured reserve, trying to get better to come back, and your boy gonna take your girl? That's and they still stay what? boys after that. They they kicked under the curb. Yeah. <laughs> they they really. That's the epitome of bros over hoes. Like, well, yeah. When if if it, if. Triple H would have gotten with a female, uh, I guess at that time, Diva, wouldn't be that much of a problem. But when you get with somebody that got stroke at that level, ain't nothing you can do about it. You can't complain to nobody. You can't be, you know, like, I can't believe you did this. You know, that person's like, uh, your contract is done, you're out. Then your contract is done, you're out. It's a wrap. So, yeah, so we can all, you know, I don't know. That's just like I said, the, the true great tragedy of wrestling, in my opinion, with China. Because I can forgive, you know, you know all the, 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 the vivid video stuff. It is what it is. You live your life. Things happen. You do stuff. But that doesn't mean you can't come back. But, but it wasn't just, it it was, was just that. It was the, the snowball of that plus the substance abuse. You know, the substance well, abuse was there to, to to mask the pain from what happened with Triple H and Steph. I mean, you know, it just, you know, she went down that hole and just couldn't find the light to pull out of. Well, you had the vivid video. It was two of them, actually. You had a, a one night in China, then a second night in China. It was, then it was you had a plus of guest appearances. Get that right. Yeah. Yeah, but no, it it was some, some full fledged things too. You know, uh, her She Hulk. Uh, that was some special but, guest appearances. We 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 not gonna um 
we're not gonna get into that on air. I tell y'all that off air. You know, I, I mean, shoot, if you want the links, just hit me up. I tell you, I, oh, uh, I uh, uh, already see. <laughs> you ain't gotta go there, dog. Dog, you ain't, you ain't gotta go there. Like you know, we talk to. But see, this is the thing that I never understood. How can you get mad at her for one night in China, a second night in China, all these things, but you cool with her posing in Playboy? Double standard. Oh, Playboy's a a, a, a reputable magazine. It's a, it's a gentleman's magazine. Well, but this is a gentleman's got, movie. You got Sable out there with shoestrings on. Oh, the handprints. Don't forget the handprints. Oh, yeah. Or, or Jacqueline with the... Uh... Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh, and let's not and let's not forget, you know, Mickey James had her. Yes, had hers. Yes, uh, Paige yes. had her leak. Who did? Paige. Yeah. Yes, and her leak, right? Her, her leak. That was a new day. Yes, it was. Ooh. Yeah, and, and um, Tony, Tony Storm had her leak. Yeah. Well, Charlotte had a leak. Yeah. Yeah. They were all a part of the fabbing. Yeah, that, that was a Victoria. Victoria got a got a got a flick out there. Yep. And don't forget Sunny. Oh, yeah. let's not forget well, Sunny, but she's not on this list because she wasn't necessarily a wrestler, but you know <laughs> she was wrestling, she was wrestling she was wrestling elsewhere. Mm. Yeah, sunny, sunny, way off. Like, like no, we ain't touching that with a fifty-foot pole right now. And, and everybody, you know, you can't be mad about a little sunny days. Then no, Sean uh, would. Yeah. <laughs> Neither was Brett, from what I hear. Yeah. <laughs> you can talk the or uh, Dolph Ziggler, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Dolph. Yeah. And uh, the rest in peace, Chris Candido. So. Mm. And from, from from what I can tell you, she can make you a happy man. But um, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm every woman. Yeah, 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 yeah. What was that WWE Music Volume Two? And her theme song. That was, or was, it uh, that was on the um on a trilogy. That oh, was yeah. on the go. It was it was a Golden Year CD on a trilogy. Okay. I say, you know, I was bumping it. Yeah. Theme song, that is. Couldn't find Sonny, but the theme song. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of them things where, you, you know, you washing the car and all the windows down, so you wiping everything down and you just start playing Sonny theme music. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, oh, hey, girl. Yeah, I know you want me. <laughs> so, needless to say, just to wrap this show up, we are not too far away from WrestleMania, so we will have some cool things in store. Uh, whoa, 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 wait a minute now. Wait a minute now. Uh, we kind of skipped over some stuff, in the, you know, because we got off on a, we kind of hit that exit and kind of make a bit of, because we didn't finish going through, we didn't finish going over, and over the shows. We never did the um, WrestleMania shows. Oh, you know what? You're right. You're right, James. That's why, that's why we keep you around. Yeah, I know so, we're going, look, I know we're going a little long. We've been going off on our tangents and whatnot, but. We have to do our due diligence for for our fans, so yep. got to so, go back. <clears throat> reeling it back in, WrestleMania night one as it's starting to evolve and come together. Uh, you've got Shane versus Braun Strowman, which will be some type of stipulation match. Don't know what yet. I guess that'll be 
determined between uh, this upcoming Money in the Go Home show. Uh, for the Rock. If it's got if it's got anything to do with that slime, I'm gonna be pissed. You don't I'm like just saying it now. Special. If they do anything Nickelodeon with that match, yeah, I'm gonna be hot. I'm just saying, I'm just putting it out there. Would you rather be a mimosa match? <laughs> I would rather be a mimosa match. Yes. All right. So for the Raw Tag Team Champions, you got uh, the New Day versus AJ and Omos in his debut. Uh, Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. Bad Bunny with Damian Priest versus The Miz with John Morrison. Now, they're saying that that might be changed. Well, we'll see. Because that was originally supposed to be a tag team match. But Uh, apparently Priest and and Morrison are hurt, but they might be cleared before WrestleMania. So that might turn into a tag match again. Yeah. Like I said, it's still evolving because nothing is set yet. But this is just the foundation that they've laid. Uh, The WWE Championship, uh, Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre, and in my opinion, would better be the night one main event over Lashley and Drew, keep my fingers crossed on that, will be for the SmackDown Women's uh, Championship, and that will be Bianca Belair versus the boss, Sasha Banks. And they are talking about changing that. Oh, they are talking about making Lashley and McIntyre the main event, even though they've been hyping up this match as the main. Even though they've been hyping up the girls' match as the main event, there's actually a poll on Twitter right now with four matches that should be that they're 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 letting people pick which one should be the main event. No, we'll see. I'm have to go vote on that one because you need to make the women. The main event of one, the men, the main event of the other. I that's, agree. That's but the, but the, but for them to be talking about taking them out of the, taking Sasha and Bianca out of the main event for night one is ridiculous. Yep. So night one is, as you've heard, a little bit more stacked. Night two, on the other hand, still needs some more love because you've got uh, just set up KO versus Sami Zayn. Why? Uh, Intercontinental Championship, Big E versus Apollo. Uh, the Fiend versus Randy Orton. Uh, possibly cinematic, possibly not. We'll have to figure that out. Hopefully not an all-red, because Randy Orton already said he hates the all-red wrestling match. It's annoying. Um, the Raw Women's Championship, Asuka versus, I'm just going to show up and get an immediate WrestleMania title shot, Rhea Ripley. And the Universal Triple threat, as I called earlier, told you. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Edge versus Daniel Bryan and what could be Daniel Bryan's last match uh, because there's heavily speculation that he will be going into the Hall of Fame, if not this year, the next year. So that is night two of WrestleMania. Now, what potentially could also happen in night two or night one could be SmackDown Tag Team Championship match between Ziggler and Rude versus the Street Profits could happen. Uh, the U.S. title between Riddle and Sheamus could also happen. And we could have an Andre the Giant men's battle royal and possibly a women's battle royal just to get more appearances uh, for WrestleMania. So those could still happen between pre-shows, um, or just stacking the deck on night two. I guess night two will be determined whether or not the Fiend-Randy Orton match 
is cinematic. If it's cinematic, then that is probably, it may squeak one more match in, but you'll be done after that because that'll cover you an hour. And then also, we don't know what the runtime is for these two nights. Is it going to be two three-hour or is it going to be two four-hour uh, shots? But next year, we know for sure that WrestleMania, provided as no other pandemics, will be back to one night uh, spectacle uh, showcase of the Immortals, da 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 So that is the rounding of WrestleMania time. Okay. First off, why is Owens and Zayn wrestling in this pay-per-view? This is pretty much a filler match that they know that they can get a good match out of the two of them. It's mm-hmm. unnecessary. It's unnecessary, and I, I'm, and I'm not ready. I'm not ready to see them to wrestle again. I mean, right. it's, uh, they, they, they ran that, they ran that uh, match to death, just like they did in the Indies, and I'm just not ready to see them yet. I'm, 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 there's no reason for this match. Zane would win. I'm thinking Zane would win too because they, he's got the bigger push going on right now with that controversy video or whatever, and you know they got they brought Logan Hall, Logan Paul into the picture now. So you know, uh, next, the Fiend and Randy Orton. I read, I saw something interesting on uh, which one was it? Was it WrestleMania? I think it was or. Um, Wrestle World, one of those, one of those two on YouTube, where they're saying that this may not be Bray Wyatt. They're saying because of the way that the costuming is now and the way the mask is, you're only really seeing his hair and his eyes. That this may not be Bray Wyatt. That it might be Bo Dallas. And that Bo Dallas might be involved in some kind of way where there may be two fiends or Bray Wyatt is exposed as the new fiend. And they, because right now they're saying that there's no real distinction between Bray Wyatt and the fiend, even though they're saying, Bray Wyatt is always saying that they're two separate entities. But you haven't seen Bray Wyatt since the fiend came back. So they're saying that maybe, could be, might be, that's been Bo Dallas that we've been seeing coming that came out from under the ring and attacked Randy Orton wow. at, at Fastlane. So that's an interesting tidbit. Wow. We would call for uh, Bo Dallas, but that would be, that would be something. If done right. But wait, that's wait, epic. wait. I got questions. I got questions. My question is, they don't have the same body type, though. See, I got to get a good look at it. Where's the last time you seen Bo Dallas? What year is this? Plus the fact, plus the fact, look at the costuming that they have him in now. He's got gloves. The Fiend before the fire. You would see the tattoos. You would see his arms. You would see skin. You would see mm-hmm. he had on he had on like a bodysuit, so you could actually see him. 
Now, you don't see anything but his eyes and his hair. And even his hair is different. His hair is part of the mask. Let me ask you a question. Maybe you guys noticed it. Did you ever notice when The Fiend was wrestling and once he took his jacket off, did you ever notice what he had on his chest? It was a, 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 a emblem of some kind. But... Praying hands. Yeah. And most people didn't, most people would say, oh, The Fiend is so demonic and this, and I'm like, maybe you don't pay attention, but he actually has praying hands on his costume. Give shit a chance before you start calling it demonic, but I ain't I ain't here to preach. Go on now. <laughs> and there was Go one on other now. problem. There was one other problem I had, but you gotta go. I can't remember the match now that I had another problem with. It was three matches that I had problem with. Was it day uh, night one or night two? Night two, toward the end. Uh, uh, Oscar versus Rhea. No. Yeah. Well, that well, you you already went over that. The fact that they went, they they brought her in and just. Through her a title match because yep. they got beef with Charlotte with uh, Andrade and everything, but uh, you know, and I think it was another one. Uh, what was was it the Roman Edge and Daniel? Yes, yes. There you go. There you go. You and this triple threat thing. You know I how I feel so. about. You know how I feel about this. You know I'm pissed. It wasn't that. It was just I saw the writing on the wall before. The Matt Fastlane happened, everything else. What I say, watch. I guarantee you it's going to be a triple threat. I just saw it. I pegged it right then and there. I was just waiting for them to just let it play out, and it played out on SmackDown. Yeah, right I, I know. I know you called it. You called it, and I give you all the credit for calling it. But I'm just saying. I just. I, they had to give. They have to give a justification because Edge is not going to win. But so they had to give Edge an out to where he saves face. Daniel Bryan could win, and then that will set up an immediate rematch on Raw, which would be different because we'd be expected to happen on SmackDown. But that rematch, that would be all called out because everybody's there. So why not have it be the most, the biggest Raw that you can have, hopefully with a crowd? Because if you're already doing it, that could be the extra surprise is that you're going to have butts in the seats for Raw, wherever it's going to be at that point. Um, because it, it may not be at Raymond James. Who knows? We'll see how that plays out. But um, well, it's gonna be rematch. Uh, Jimmy Uso comes back, and Roman's group has gotten bigger, and Daniel Bryan loses. Now, I would have liked to have seen it be Edge and Daniel Bryan night one to wrestle Roman. But I understand they're not going to do. I understand they probably won't do that because that's what they did for Wrestle Kingdom, and they don't. And I well, guess they call themselves not wanting to bite. That, that but main events that bumps the women out completely. But then the only way that they're going to be able to fix this for me is instead of making it a triple threat, they make it a three-way dance. They make it a elimination three-way. That way, we still get. That way, we possibly still get the one-on-one between Edge and Roman Reigns. Well, I, I think Edge will get eliminated though, because Edge in Rome. If I was Roman, the bigger threat would be Edge because he's the X factor. 
Daniel Bryan. But if you're talking, but if you're talking about him, Daniel Bryan leaving, why would they put the belt on it? Well, why would they put him in a position to put the belt on it? Because it, how many times have we seen somebody get crapped on on their way out? You you gonna be a one day champion? There you go. You won the belt and you're losing on Monday. Well, you're, you're supposed to get crapped on. You're supposed to get crapped on on your way out. Yeah, there you that's, go. that's that's the wrestling business. That's yeah. that, that's the way. That's you 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 when you you leave counting lights. Yep. When you so, leave, you leave counting lights. Up. You leave on your back. You got the so, credit. Yeah. You got the credit for the championship. Your payoff is you go into the Hall of Fame next year. First ballot guaranteed. Twenty twenty two. You're the headliner. There you go. Well, I'm still I'm still pissed off with this three way. Yeah. I knew you wouldn't like it the moment I, I saw that announcement when they stretched it out. It's going to be a, yeah, well, there it is. There it is. Now, I'm, I wouldn't mind it being all in the same night. Daniel Bryan would have to wrestle Jay to get into an opportunity to wrestle Edge, and then they would wrestle Roman. Or Roman would lose the belt, and then you could have Daniel Bryan versus Edge. You know, something to that effect. Well, they've done it before. I know. Well, shoot, Daniel Bryan had to do it. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. So, but I guess, you know, that's what I'm saying. If Daniel gets the belt for the, the surprise moment because of Edge or something like that, then he would lose it the next night. It wouldn't wait till SmackDown. You would have to do that on Raw. And this totally ruins my theory about Big Gold coming back because there's no point now. I mean, they would, he would have done that to get at get an edge, but you well, know, that, no, that's just down. The big wood, the recycled wood would have, would come back now. Oh God! <laughs> please don't. Itself. Please don't. <laughs> that T-shirt so, they got for him right now is corny as hell. So I'd, please no, I like don't. That that. I like that T-shirt. No, that, no, that plays no. on everything. That's Daniel Bryan. That that's spot on. Even all the way in the back uh, with uh, the name tag that. Yeah, that's spot on. That's that's money. That that sells. That's gonna sell. Protect the earth. So there you have it, James. Thank you for uh the call back of that. Uh I know we'll have from the podcast side of things, uh the push being added in. Uh unfortunately we'll work on getting that as uh part of the YouTube side, but uh the push if you want to hear that uh with Mr. Delante will be following suit. After Mr. KG wraps us up and tells us about any new places outside of YouTube, which you can like, subscribe, ring the bells, break dance, you know what I'm saying, you know, lift the curtain, whatever you want to do to make sure that we still here next week. Um, you could do that. But is there any new places to check, 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 check us out? Of course, as usual, I'm always scouring, trying to find out where we're at. Of course, Anchor. That's our home. That's our distributor. Uh, tune in, Podchaser, Podtail, Spotify, Podbean, Owltail, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, the Podcast app, Hubhopper, CastBox, and Google Play. They just keep coming up with these weird names for these uh, these podcast places but hey. owl 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 what what was that owl owl tail Woo. owl tail okay what's up owl tail 
y'all can y'all can uh, sponsor us. We make sure we. Uh, ooh, 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 ooh. Whose tail is that? See that? <laughs> Damn. You know what? I'm gonna submit check. that. But oh, let me let me say this. Anybody that's listening, if you're looking for brand ambassadors, everyone the sideline junkies is available for brand ambassadorship, if that's a word. So, you know, let us know. Let us fill out the application, see if we qualify for it. Because we got a couple applications out now. Uh, hopefully, we can get something started. And, you know, whatever swag we can get, we want to share it with the people because this is the people show. Um, Especially if you're a cigar or a liquor distributor. And I'm trying, I'm trying to find a few. I do naked distributing. I get naked. Nah, well, I don't know. If you can get on Pornhub or, you know, browsers or something, you know, might be able to work something out on that, yeah. You might as well go ahead and start the OnlyFans page. <laughs> anybody, anybody got time for that? True. You know how much money you can make? Yeah, but I don't, I don't want it. I don't want it to be only just fans. I want it to be critics too. Like y'all come get some of this. Skibbity Paps. Hey, I'm you in. got your tagline. Your tagline gotta be, hey, join my OnlyFans. You'll see things that you won't see on the internet any other time. And it's just yeah, you doing the right. robot for 20 minutes. Right. Don't hey, do hey, hey, hey. <laughs> don't be making threats like that. What's wrong no. with you? It's time to go home. That's go for home. that's that's for your OnlyFans. Your OnlyFans can't do that your, on my OnlyFans. Your own, yours only OnlyFans. I'm trying. I'm trying to get our ratings up. That's all. No, no, you're trying to run folks off. I'll be bucket naked up in here. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't. Oh, you Oh my lord! You on the wrong. You on the wrong show. You need to be on P Valley. <laughs> Coming to I'm the sure, stage. I'm, I'm sure Uncle Clifford would enjoy you on the stage. Oh God! You need to stop. Man. Look, that's stop. a show that I have never watched. I'll be honest. I have you never watched. You need to watch P Valley. <laughs> can't can't get in. I can't wait for P Valley to come back on, boy. They need I to bring that. They need to go ahead and bring that back. Yeah, you need to do that. You need to do that. Do yourself a favor. I, I guess I can't watch because my sister watching. I'm like, nah, because that, that's too much. Like, nah, because I <laughs> the stuff my sister watch, I can't watch nothing she watch. Cause she ruined it all. You know, you you ain't seen it. You got it on DVR. You trying to get home. You checking your phone to make sure everything all right. And then all of a sudden, her post pop up about what happened on the have and have not. I stopped watching that show. I was like, man, I'm done. I'm done with all of that. I'm just done. That's why you turn off her notifications. <laughs> you ain't got a you ain't got a blocker or unfriend her. You just turn off her notifications. Yeah, snoozer for thirty days. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> all right, ladies, gents. We're getting closer and closer to that <coughs> time of the year where we all go crazy and start getting just wild and out there and stuff like that. So who knows? There could be some uh, special naked appearances down the road. We may see some babies. You know, KG may uh, give us a little show vibe, the new uh, addition to the Sideline Junkies family. You know, all kind of crazy stuff could happen. James could uh, have on some fresh socks, so we may see his feet. Um... Coolio is uh, <laughs> I know Coolio over there. Look at him. <laughs> no, no, he's Julio. Like, who the hell is this for? <laughs> <Julio. laughs> 
Hey, don't get mad because I can floss my W, baby. That's a win right there. That's a win. You need That's a, a win. You need to take a picture and send that to the Redskins organization. See if you can get on their helmets. Oh, snap. <coughs> a wiener. Wait, look, look. wait, wait, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. I, I, I'm being glared at right now, so I can't do that anymore. I thought she was asleep, so I'm being glared at. <laughs> for good damn reason. We've been trying to tell you to stop doing that for the past two hours. What the hell? Shut up. She didn't know that. <laughs> Hail to the Redskins. But I, I think I'm going to do that. Be like, yeah, hey, I want to be the new mascot. That is. Like, who that? We have no idea. We just own that fool. <laughs> he just set us back 50 years. That's all right. But guess what? Set us back 50 years. We didn't win, we, we win a championship. I'll tell you. Oh, yeah, true that. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm, I'm true to myself, baby. I'm true to myself. So mm. I, I'll leave it be. You too, boy. You too, boy. Yeah, y'all are y'all are just constant entertainment, I tell you. I appreciate that. So is Carolina. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not giving you the pleasure tonight. No. 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 Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> Okey dokey. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this has been another Sideline Junkies production sponsored by. Uh, Whatever James was drinking tonight, because I missed it. Whatever he was smoking, uh, produced by <laughs> produced by the People's Choice Don Rodriguez. Uh, please keep your seats in an uptight and locked position as the mothership comes to a landing. And also, don't forget to versify your bonds. Konnichiwa, bitches. What's good? What's good? Delonte representing the, the sideline junkies and welcome to yet another installment of the push. Um, before we get started, I uh, just recently learned moments ago that uh, road dog Jesse James suffered a heart attack. Um, want to keep him, his wife, his family in his prayers. Uh, you know, most of us know road dog is. Um, <clears throat> a part of the legendary uh, group, Degeneration Next. So, again, you know, we just want to keep him, his wife, and the family in prayers. Um, you know, we're pulling for him to, you know, make a full recovery. So, get well soon, Road Dog, and get some rest, man. Um, so, this week's episode. Instead of talking about a specific wrestler, I'm going to talk about uh, circumstances, um, per se. And the circumstances is being wrestlers who uh, make the jump from NXT to the main roster only to go back to NXT. Um, Ember Moon's done it. Uh, Alistair Black tried to do it. Andrade tried to do it, and he asked for his release, and they released him, um, which I think was crazy. Um, Austin Theory did it. Um, 
Finn Balor did it, and he's the champ. So, you know, it it, it seems to be a, a trend of sorts. Um, these people, you know, these wrestlers, they come from NXT, they go to the main roster only to go back to NXT. And, you know, from what I can take from it, uh, the reason is because Vince McMahon, he's so kind of stuck in his ways. Um, he don't really, I don't, he don't really give a lot of NXT wrestlers um, the benefit of the doubt, you know, the chance. Um, I, if, I, if I think it's one wrestler that they're really dropping a ball on in terms of maximizing his potential, it's Aleister Black. Um, Aleister, you know, he's like a um, faster Sheamus. Um, he's, to me, he's kind of like a mix between Cesaro and Sheamus. Um you know, strong, faster, you know, that uh his finisher, the black mass, is is lethal. Um and it's put it's put out a lot of people. We even put out the legendary Lars Sullivan, um, you know, who who is no longer uh who will no longer step foot in any square circle, um, because he simple put, he can't get right. But anyway, um yeah, I, I, I think um, these wrestlers, they make the jump. You know, Triple H, he do with all he can to get these wrestlers prepared and send them up to the main roster. But I believe it's Vince and his other higher-ups. Um, you know, his his uh, corporate henchmen, as I call them, who, you know, don't really who have a lack of faith in these wrestlers. Like um, Oscar. Uh, Oscar, you know, she was devastating in NXT. Um, made the jump to the main roster, but she's been, you know, mediocre. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm gonna say it. She's been mediocre. Yeah, she's been the champ on both brands. Uh, you know, tag team champ. She had her hill run, couple, you know, a couple face runs, but this ain't the Oscar that, you know, you be like, oh, nah, this and that person about to lose. Um, you know, they had her losing to Carmella clean. Like, come on, man. Really? Vince? Um, Keith Lee. Like, Keith Lee, I wouldn't be surprised if he asked to be sent back to NXT. Um, his main roster run has been just fluff. And I'm talking bad fluff. Now, what I am nervous of is my favorite wrestler, Karrion Cross. He's going to make the inevitable jump to the main roster. I expect him to be, I call him the new age Brock Lesnar to be dominant. Um, you know, him and Scarlett, they, they come up and just, just wreck shop. But I'm afraid Vince is going to have him be a job, like a, you know, like how, they, how he has Braun Strowman now. Braun Strowman is like the new big show. You know, they have him running around, chasing Shane McMahon, Losing a Bobby Lashley clean, um, you know, after they have him as the monster of all men, it's just, it's, it's I believe, I'm just gonna cut to the chase. I I think it's time for Vince to step down. Um, I think Russ, the this, the business itself is kind of passed him by. I understand he, he's you know he's very you know hands on. He's a control freak, but you can't you know, hinder these talented wrestlers, their careers. We're talking about their livelihood. 
you know, their livelihood. You can't hinder their livelihood and then just have them sitting there collecting the check. They want to wrestle. They want to wrestle. Alistair Black, I'm sure he wants to wrestle. Um, Andrade, Andrade, excuse me, he wanted to wrestle. Um, what's the other guy, the uh, the Rose dude? Uh, Angel Garza, he wants to wrestle. I believe he's a jobber. Ricochet, jobber. Uh, Cedric Alexander, uh, glorified jobber. Um, you know, he, he uh, Sami Zayn, jobber. So it's, it's, it's deplorable, man. So Vince, if you listen to this, step down. We love you, you know, we respect you, but step down. Stellante, representing the sideline junkies. I'd like to give a big shout out to my brothers, KG, the Don, and the Nubian Sumo. Everyone stay safe, wear your mask, you know, get them shots or not, don't get them shots. Uh, peace. Yeah.